You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour, this Monday evening edition. Padres in the middle of an eight-game homestand, the final three starting tonight. Joining us now, uh, a guy who his artwork is, I mean, I love it. Blooper is a huge fan. He has told me if ever we can get this man on the show, we have to make it happen. <laughs> it's S. Preston. He's an officially licensed Major League Baseball artist, and you may know him from uh, his minimalist design series. Uh, he does all the Major League ballparks. He's done college football stadiums. He does mascots. He kind of does everything. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. You finally made it. Finally made it, yes. Uh, <laughs> now, I love, I love, if you go, uh, what's, give uh, your website real quick so people oh, can check uh, this out. Oh, it's espressondesigns.com. Uh, they're all available there. Exactly. Awesome. And uh, the Petco one, so you've done one for every major league ballpark. Yeah. And basically you find like the one iconic thing of that park. And here for Petco, it's the Western Metal Supply Company building. Of course. Yes. And I, I love the very detailed, even the little foul pole on the very end there. It's so subtle, but I love it. So talk to me. Uh, you're a big sports fan in general, so yeah. it's not just you doing this for the work. What is it that makes it so exciting for you working with all these different baseball designs? Well, uh, let, me, let me first get started. It, it all started, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I was just a graphic designer, and I was just an artist in a regular company. And I, and I, uh, I threw these online. I did them all, and I, th I thought it would be a fun way to do, to represent ballparks. And uh, I just threw them online, and they just went extremely viral. They went, they were, uh, the next day my phone was buzzing, and I, it was ESPN and Sports Illustrated. And it, it was a very surreal experience just sort of having um, them received so well by uh, by baseball together and all, all the sports fans around the, around the country. So now you do other stadiums as well, not just baseball, but baseball your first love? Well, is that well, You know what? I'm Canadian, so okay. I do play hockey all the time. I am a big <laughs> hockey fan, but baseball <laughs> is actually my secret, secret love. Uh, and um, the thing with baseball stadiums is that they, um, they always have, they, other than other sports, ballparks have that one iconic thing. It's a different type of, uh, of sports. So uh, a lot of the ballparks have uh, something the sort of, sort of that makes it stand out, like the smokestacks in Cincinnati or, or uh, the Western Metal Supply Company. So I think, it, I think ballparks are very unique in that manner. How do you go about the research? Because obviously a place like a Fenway Park, you know it's going to be the Green Monster. Yeah. But some of these maybe newer stadiums that are trying to cram a lot of these iconic features into one, how much research do you do? Because you're not a huge fan of every single team, obviously. I, I'm a huge fan of baseball, and, right, and right. if you're like if you're like me, we watch a lot of games, and we're <laughs> okay. on TV. And I'll be <laughs> honest, I have not been to all these ballparks. Um, my list is very small, uh, but we watch the games, and, and you see all the cutaways, and 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 you, when they go to commercial, and you see the little things that they like to showcase, and my eye catches those things, and I think uh, I think, the, and I've learned to uh, to grab those. Google them, obviously, and, uh, and just sort of create something unique about each, each of those things. Now, you mentioned you're Canadian. So were you a Blue Jays fan, an uh, Expos fan? Which way did it go? I am both. Really? I'm actually, okay. I am an Expos fan. I am a massive Blue Jays fan from the 90s. Okay. Uh, yeah, See, absolutely. And I played for the Expos. The reason I was asking is because I looked at the, the artwork that you did for the Expos one, and, and it's interesting because it has the arm that was holding the roof. Yes. Which actually which is not one of the most memorable things. I mean, it's memorable, but in a, in a dubious way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw well, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the arm that actually dropped the pulley that almost killed three of my teammates one time, you know, as the thing was crumbling. <laughs> so, so you get yeah. Bob some PTSD <laughs> as he was looking through yeah. your Yeah, arm. most people from Montreal sort of, you know, yeah. tongue-in-cheek are like, oh, yeah. the O. But, uh, right. I mean, it's the whole idea is take something and at least it creates a memory and creates a story. Totally. And, and that's what us, I mean, I've done several of the Heritage ballparks and a lot of the older ballpark uh, baseball fans. Yeah. Have You've been, done you know, the Murph, Qualcomm, too. I, right? I just yeah. did it. I just did uh, Jack Murphy. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, and we have it up here now as well. So, uh, also, the mascot you do, too. Yeah, so absolutely. The, the ballparks are one thing because, yeah, we obviously we see these whenever we're watching a game. But to do, you know, we've done, you've done the swinging fryer as well. You do all the different mascots. How yeah. is it different for you trying to, you know, design or depict something that's so uh, different? I mean, this goes from a, a structure to someone that's always a big smile or a giant head or trying to, you know, always be silly. Well, I was trying to think about what the next thing is going to be. I mean, ballparks are so iconic. Um, I don't do players, actually. I find players move from team to team. And they, don't, they aren't actually sort of ingrained into the baseball culture as a ballpark would. So... Um, I moved into, I thought, the mascots are a very interesting thing. Nobody makes art of the mascots. No, I mean, they're there. People love them. You can hug them. But uh, no one actually makes artwork of them. Uh, and I've actually heard uh, other artists say we've tried, but they kind of turned out creepy. So uh, uh, that's why I'm... It's a very dangerous line to cross. Exactly. So uh, I created these uh, minimalist mascots that were, uh, that's just sort of, it's a more, a more clever, cute way of, of uh, and that, that, you know, showcases... Uh, the funness of them. Now, are you painting these guys? Are you digitally creating them? Or how, how I'm, I'm a graphic them? designer, so they're all computer generated. All, okay. I'm the new age of the artist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love, too, the reason you went minimal, and a lot of, I mean, you look at any digital logo these days, it's all flat, it's aesthetically clean, but I loved what I, saw, I read on your website. You want something that someone's going to look at, and within three to five seconds, you say, hit them yeah. right in the heart. How does something like this do that, that traditional paintings may not? Uh, you know, that's really hard to capture. I mean, I come from a web design background, a graphic design background. I used to make these little banners in here and there. And the whole idea is, is that type of artist is you need to actually create something that it's, it's called curbside appeal, that, would be, that within, a, within several seconds that you can get uh, what this website's about or what this, what this poster or ad is about. So that's my background. I'm not, I'm not from an artistic background. So I just incorporate some of, some of those skill sets into, into my artwork. That's awesome. And we have these little watches here that yes. uh, your paintings actually get into the face of the watch. <laughs> so you can have your Western Metal Supply yes. uh, Company building interpretation it's on cool. your wrist all the time. Got the little fryer Super on this cool. one. Yeah, got the fryer on that one. Nice. As an artist, I have really to sell awesome. out. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the way to make money, I guess. Yeah, you got to keep the lights on at home. I, I, you exactly. can't you for that. Have t-shirts on the way. Oh, definitely. We've got to work on those. Now, yeah, we need some socks. Can you do some socks for Stance. us? Stance. Oh, I need to get the phone number of Stance. We're showing off a lot of socks here. We love the game here. Yeah. You'll be at Fan Fest at the All-Star Game, so people can come check you out there. You're also in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes, I am in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Got there, so that's awesome stuff. Give the website one more time so people can check out your work. Um, it's espressandesigns.com. You can also go to shop.mlb.com. They're all right there, too. Perfect. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yeah. Always Love a it. pleasure. Keep up Thank the great you work. very much. Which watch right. you got on? I got uh, Wrigley. <laughs> Wrigley Field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you, oh, you knew that you had a former Cub here, yeah. so you, you came and brought it, and that's awesome. The Ivy's iconic. Thank you so much. And, yeah, definitely check out his work. It's some amazing stuff. You hear uh, Mookie, Blooper's dog here, shaking the chain on the leash. That's because he's here to check out the Barkyard, and you can too. Enjoy America's favorite pastime with your pooch by your side in a new backyard-inspired setting at Petco Park. The Barkyard, presented by Petco, features six semi-private, dog-friendly viewing areas in left center field. Each area accommodates up to four people and two dogs. Pricing starts at $100 for each viewing area. For more info and tickets, visit Padres.com Barkyard. Nick Canepa will be calling in shortly to give his report card for the week. You don't want to miss it. This is Padres Social Hour.